Hello and welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal and I am so excited to be here today alongside the brilliant Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert Mordecai Ballas. Hi Mordecai, how are you today? Hello, Wendy, great. After a great night's sleep, what about you? <laughs> yes, an excellent night's sleep. Thank you very much. I'm very happy with my night's sleep. Um, Thank you for joining us today. Like the this song in, of you too. Is it getting better or you still you still feel the same? No, getting better. <laughs> getting better. All right, good. <laughs> We're so happy to have you here. Uh, this is the Art of Spiritual Sleep. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. This podcast is an in-depth look at the power of your sleep and dreams as seen and told and shared by the ancient um, wisdom of Kabbalah. We are here each week to bring insights to you about how to better your sleep and dreams. And we're very excited to be here today as we discuss the topic for today, which is the guardians of sleep. Ooh. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Very There's exciting. some music in the background that matches exactly. the title. <laughs> <laughs> like we're out in space and we're like no all right no dramatic no dramatic music in the background maybe we can get momo to add it later we'll see so you might want to you know stay tuned anyhow um <laughs> each week uh we also have two really fantastic features that we know you'll want to stay around with us till the end of the episode four the first is the language of dreams where mordecai shares sleep symbols um, that come into your dreams um, each week so that you can better interpret your dream and maybe perhaps the dreams of those that are around you, your loved ones, friends, and families. Also, we have something to sleep on where Mordecai shares um, tips and exercises and meditations that you can do to help you on your journey to better your sleep and dreams. So please do stick around. The last few weeks we've been talking about um, physical things that you can do um, within your bedroom um, and ways that you can help your soul stay very calm and uh, your body stay very calm and happy while you're sleeping so your soul can fly. And today, that is um, a topic that we're going to continue to discuss. So Mordecai, take it away. Yeah. So, so, so there's something very, um, I would say, uh, I find it interesting. I hope you find it interesting as well. <laughs> and that, you know, when we look at our awake time, so we would think that this is representing more of like the physical reality. Because when we are awake, we are active in the physical reality. And when we go to sleep, uh, this is like the sleep represents, and also the dreams, they represent the metaphysical reality. And I find it uh, quite funny that even that even though let's say there are people that um, they don't consider themselves uh, spiritual, mm -hmm. but still, once they find out that uh, you know, let's say I'm a dream interpreter or I deal with sleep, like suddenly everyone becomes spiritual. Right. <laughs> you know, like I, uh, you know, I had this dream that I remember. You know, and it keeps on uh, coming. Like you just said a minute ago that you're not into spirituality. But it's like showing us that everyone, to one degree or another, 
is spiritually inclined to, um, to connect to their soul because everyone dreams. So, right. so if you look at these two realities, and I think we mentioned it in one of the previous episodes, God knows when, <laughs> you know, some time ago, yeah. that really um, our work as humans is to bridge between the metaphysical and the physical reality. Now, what's cool is that let's say you had a dream and you woke up in the morning and you remembered the dream. What are you actually doing when you remember the dream? Or even when you share the dream, when you get the dream interpreted, you are bridging, you are bringing from the metaphysical, you're bringing the message right. to the physical reality. So, um, so if we look, uh, if we want to connect to this, this is one way that we can bridge. Obviously, um, let's say when you go to a meeting and you inject your intention before you go into the meeting, you are bridging. So whether we are aware of it or not, consciously or unconsciously, we are bridging between the metaphysical and the physical reality. Maybe some of us do it more, maybe some right. of us do it less, but um, we, we, all, we all doing it. So... <laughs> You can even say like the the hardcore people who again are saying I don't I'm not spiritual I don't I don't believe in that even if they're taking a walk in nature where their their intention right is yes. to have a moment of peace or to have some some open to open some thought process right even that is connecting the two correct right right now the thing is you know when you are awake obviously and you inject let's say your intention. Uh, to a meeting or like you said you know i'm walking in the nature you know even for us before we start our uh, session we always take a moment we close our eyes we invite uh, the force of creation and the angels and the righteous souls that can support us because we don't really want us to be talking mm. um we also meditate that uh, we are sharing this with you. We are broadcasting this uh, from three energetical places in Israel. The, in, from Jerusalem, where the Holy Temple uh, energy place resides. Uh, from Joseph, the righteous, the son of Jacob, the patriarch, uh, which is in Nablus, in Shechem. And from uh, Sefad, from Tzfat, where... Uh, the resting place of our teachers, Rav and Kirenberg. So we want to, if, what are we doing when we're doing this, right? We inject energy, we bridge between the two realities. But when you're asleep, Wendy, you can't really be conscious because you're not really there. Right. So how do, you, how do you inject energy? How do you bridge like we're doing when we are awake? How do we bridge when we are... Um, uh, when we are actually asleep and it's um i i had a someone share with me a very cool experience that they had um which is very relatively very rare they had a dream last week and they had in the dream they were told the interpretation of that dream wow <laughs> so this is an example, very rare. I don't remember uh, when was the last time I had such 
like an experience being shared with, with me, but I guess maybe it's also my memory. Uh, but, uh, but really, like when we look at it, this is, this is an example of how, how the individual was bridging or was used as a bridge between the metaphysical and the physical. They already right. got the interpretation while they're asleep. We need something, and this is where the, the Hebrew letters come uh, to, uh, to manifest. We need something we can use as a bridge while we are uh, actually asleep, something that can carry us over and give us the ability to be a bridge when we are asleep. And I think we mentioned, uh, if I remember correctly, again, my memory, I think we mentioned the Hebrew letters in one of yeah. the episodes. Yeah, so I we've mean, talked here about- Here and there also anyways. Well, yeah. yes, we, we've talked about the Hebrew letters a few times, um, particularly when we have shared on something to sleep on the, you know, one of maybe the 72 um, names of God, or when we've, right. we've given, we have through our something to sleep on, given our audience the access to the Hebrew letters. But I think it's really worthwhile, Mordecai, because I think it's been a while. Yes. Um, and especially if we have some new people to to maybe give a couple of minutes about really what the what the Hebrew letters are, because you know if you don't know the deeper meaning behind them, you might just think, well, it's just isn't that what they in that what Hebrew's written in. It has no right. like any other kind of- by, by the way, there's also a song, It's Been a While. I think it's a band called Stained. Oh. If I remember correctly. <laughs> no, it's just, I, I'm, it a, I'm in a song mode today. You are, can you sing it for us? I don't know it, no. Uh, I'm not sure it's the right timing. <laughs> okay. uh, or the words are fully appropriate. So uh. we'll have to wait with that. But uh, you can find uh, the song if you wish. Um, so, um, so, really the, the 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 idea is that just like we have a physical dna and uh, this is the building blocks of every, every anything that has any existence it has dna uh, the hebrew letters are considered by the kabbalists the dna of the metaphysical reality that eventually manifesting as a physical dna so the Kabbalists actually used to use the Hebrew letters uh, to create things in the physical reality. Almost like it would look like creating something from nothing because you didn't see that thing before. It's really like what we see in the movies, like uh, things just appear suddenly or things that, oh, this, is that, this doesn't make sense. Or it looks like science fiction they use the Hebrew letters to completely control the physical reality, um, to, to dictate to the physical reality how they want uh, the reality to be. So when we use, um, I would say probably we're not yet in the level of, of those Kabbalists, but when we use uh, different combinations of the letters, we create different frequencies and what's cool about the letters is that they have something physical which is the shape mm -hmm. and they have something that is metaphysical which is the vibration so you have something that has from both worlds and that's how they can bridge so when you combine different sequences of the letters you also create different vibrations like a phone number 
right? right? If I dial a certain combination of numbers, I'm going to reach someone who's probably going to tell me it's the wrong number. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But, uh, and, and by the way, today, what's even uh, nicer in a way is that how many, how many uh, phone numbers do you remember by heart, Wendy? Uh, now it's about two. <laughs> two, right? But it used to be a lot, right? Yeah. Or at least you have them like written. Today, you only have it like as names on the phone or on speed dial. And what's really cool is that the Kabbalists have given us already the sequences. They are ready. So there's like a sequence for dreams. There's a sequence for sleep. There's a sequence for prosperity. Those combinations are already ready. You don't need to look for the number. You don't need to look for the sequence. Right. They already gave us the sequence. So well, all we need to do is just to do speed dialing. You know, I think it's really worthwhile just interjecting right here. The thought that, yes. you know, this is not like an uncommon um, premise. Okay. Some people might think, well, letters have energy and vibration. And it's like, if you really think about it, there are many other, you know, ancient, by the way, um, Wisdom. symbols and and you know and letters that you know people have used in of course in the course of totally. time there's also if you think about it today it's the same thing as how how does how do our computers and everything that we're doing right now runs off of ones and zeros it's just a combination of what those yeah. ones and zeros of are zeros and right ones, yes. so so it's not so far-fetched anymore to think that a combination of physical letters could have a vibration because how does a combination of two numbers create the fact that you and I can sit and talk from different places and, and make it all work. And it's, it's quite amazing. It's amazing. So it, it, it actually feels like, yes, but even natural, from right? where did it manifest, right? It had to manifest from something that has a spiritual root. So right. even the zeros and the ones, You know, it's not a, a, an invention. It's a revelation of what already existed before. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so I want to share something that I'm so excited about. And even though I'm always taught under promise over deliver. But there's a way. So because I mentioned like the idea of um, uh, that while you're asleep, you can act, use the power of the letters as a bridge. Mm -hmm. So I want to share how does it work, because maybe logically you're listening to these guys, you, ladies, you're watching this and you're thinking, uh, okay, so you probably ask us to meditate or look at the sequence before we go to sleep. So I want to show you something really, I'm, I'm so excited about it. <laughs> uh, Watch out, when Mordecai gets excited, guys, yes. like you're going to feel it through whatever you're watching right now. So, uh, yeah, it's really, uh, for me, it's, it's really um, exciting. So the idea is that you have, um, and this is something that I, I think I shared before, when we go to sleep, our soul, so let's say we're laying down, right? Most of the time, <laughs> unless we fell asleep on the couch or something like that, right? And um, when we go to sleep, so our soul leaves the body um, through the head, through the throat. It's actually also when someone uh, leaves the physical reality, that forbid, right? So that's also the soul leaves through the throat, according hmm. to the Zohar. So when we go to sleep, 
Um, our soul, and it's very interesting, if you ever watched um, someone falling asleep, it, it's funny because yesterday I, I showed my son a recording when he was like, I don't know, one year old of him snoring, you know? <laughs> so um, I said, Dad, why, why would you do that? Like, why would, you, why would you feel me while I'm asleep, you know? And it's like, um, like embarrassing. I, it's, it feels right, to me like you're, you're a stalker. You're so saving, my, it, saving it for his wedding. <laughs> right. So my wife said, you know, Elisheva said, uh, we are not stalkers. We are parents. I have videos of all my children going to sleep, falling asleep. You're not the only one, you know? So when we go to sleep, and if you watch someone falling asleep, you'll notice that um, when the soul goes out of the throat, you'll notice um, like a certain movement in the body or something around also uh, the throat, something with the throat. And sometimes people are sensitive, sensitive also to find like if they fell asleep, but then someone woke them up, mm -hmm. like you feel like there's a switch that the soul is like uh, going out. So what we have today is uh, special letter combinations, which are actually names of angels. Now, when we have them uh, written, or let's say on a parchment, for the sake of the, for you to get the picture, and it's next to your bed. So there are angels for uh, uh, our sleep, angels for our dreams, angels uh, uh, that uh, support the soul in going and elevating higher and higher to the realm of dreams. When you have it printed, if it's digital, it's not as effective because it has to be on all the time. But when you, uh, you have it printed next to your bed, and um, we also have it in a way that you can actually put it hang it above your bed, whatever is more uh, better for you. Mm -hmm. The when, when the soul goes to sleep, when we go to sleep and the soul ascends, the angels are activated. They're always on because they are printed, the names, the vibration is activated. And those angels are, uh, there are actually seven of them. They're taking the soul and escorting it to the upper worlds. So it's protection and energy and more connection to true messages. And this is how you use the power of the Hebrew letters while you're asleep. Wow. So, that's so you're doing the meditation, but your soul is doing the meditation. As, and the angels are automatically, automatically taking the soul to the upper worlds. So it's like they're guardians. They're they're escorting. They're guardians. They're guardians. They're making sure because we've talked also about it in the past where you've you've mentioned that there can be entities. There can be other things. That's why we've talked about clearing the room and while we've talked about where your head is and 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 what you're wearing when you sleep because all those things can can take away from your soul's journey. Right? It yeah. makes it more difficult. Um, so, so I I I have it next to my bed. My son is using it also. Uh, it's a recipe for uh, pretty much zero nightmares. 
Wow. Uh, more elevated sleep, deeper sleep, more quality of sleep, more uh, messages, deep messages. And this, the list goes on of the, of the benefits. It, it seems so simple. <laughs> yeah. It's like everybody should But want to do that, But this is technology. Right? My teacher, right. Alberg, would call it, this is technology of the 31st century. This is like a thousand years ahead of its time. And are these, so these are angels that are, this is their only job, right? Their only job is, is to do. escort and to guard the souls that That's are it. as they sleep. Now, do they, sorry, do, when you get there, when your soul gets to, to the metaphysical world, do they leave you or is it? No, some of them stay with you. Oh, okay. And also the, also in the returning, they're also there to support you in a smooth return to the body. Got it. So really, it's just it's like, beautiful. It's just now like to tell you exactly how it works. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, I remember uh, this was 2002, if I remember correctly, or 2003, either one. I remember there was a lecture by my teacher, Rav Berg, and someone raised their hand and asked uh, Rav Berg, uh, how does the Hebrew letters work? And I remember Rav Berg saying, if I knew how the Hebrew letters work, I would get my Nobel Prize. But I'm not interested in getting a Nobel Prize. I'm, I want it to work. When you use your phone, do you really care how it works? When you drive the car, you really care. Who cares? As long as it, I mean, maybe for curiosity, you know. Right. But uh, we don't really know how it works. But... What we care is that it gets us to where we need to go. It, it gets the task done or, or, or whatever that is. In a similar way, I don't know how it works, but who cares as long as it works? works. You know, that's the key. <laughs> right. And, the, and, and it seems like, again, I, I wasn't joking when I said it's so simple. I mean, it really is yeah. not like you have to do a lot to activate it. You just are. You just exist. And, and if you have these sequences... And, and is it only like do they do you have them all in one place by your bed or are they separate yeah, it's it... like a, a frame that i have it you know um that's that's the most effect i find it the most effective and uh, maybe if you are a little bit like uh, if you have a phobia with things falling on your head maybe don't hang it above your head like above the bed you if can put it in just california next to, next we would <laughs> Sorry, so, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 I'm just saying, you know, this is a, um, it's just beautiful technology. And um, I would say you have a lifetime uh, uh, return guarantee. You know, if you feel it doesn't work, you know, you don't have to use it. But exactly. really, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. All right, well, now I'm excited to get to something to sleep on. So I'm going to say thank you so much for this insight, Mordecai, as always. And let's talk the language of dreams now so we can get to the really good stuff at the end. Yes. So um, what we thought to share with you about the language of the dreams is uh, seeing letters, the Hebrew, especially the Hebrew letters in the dream. Now, there is a, there's actually a book which is... Uh, Uh, written by Rav Berg called The Power of the Aleph Bet. But uh, seeing different letters in a dream, 
can really mean uh, different messages, but what, the bottom line of the symbol is, um, is it's usually a very true message that is coming. So if you have a dream about letters or you see letters in a dream, uh, you want to pay attention to the details, especially what happened with the letter, what was around the letter. It's a bridge. You are receiving a message uh, which is very pure from the metaphysical reality to the physical reality. And that depends on which letter it is. Like, for example, um, like the letter Bet, which is the second letter of the, of the Hebrew alphabet, it's connected to the energy of Bracha, of blessing, that you will have a blessing in whatever it is that you're about to do or uh, you started already. And it's also connected to the idea of bite, like building a home. Uh, building a vessel. Uh, the letter Gimel is about Gmilut Chasadim, which is sharing, like to find opportunity. If you see the letter Gimel in your uh, dream, it's related to uh, finding ways to share outside of your nature, to extend yourself uh, uh, to others. And obviously it depends what happened with the letter in the dream, or the letter Daled, uh, which is... Um, uh, on one hand, feeling uh, poor, which is the idea of dal, like nothing that I have is really of my own, which is connecting you to humility. And on the other hand, it's also a door. It's a door to, it's a new opening, new beginning that you're going to have. Or the letter hey, I'm just going to give a few more examples. Like the letter hey, which is uh, connecting us to the energy of manifestation. Like whatever it is that you dream with the hey, is manifestation. It's also connected to enlightenment that you, uh, you're you about to receive because it's coming from the word Ara, which means uh, enlightenment. Uh, Vav is the power of, which is the sixth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, is connecting to, um, to Hebrew, to, to bridging between the metaphysical and physical. You, you are becoming more spiritually in tuned, more enlightened. Uh, the letter Kaf, which is the 11th letter is related to money um, and also connecting us to the energy of Keter, like affecting things in the sea level. Each one of the letters has a different meaning. You can find out more meaning uh, when you read the book, uh, the power of uh, the Aleph Bet. But uh, when you have such a dream with the Hebrew letters, you want to get it interpreted because it's really amazing message and it also indicates on the individual that they are very clean very pure that they got this message okay so i have to ask the obvious question yes. i would venture to say that it's a small minority of people in the world who even know what the hebrew letters are right yeah so how so for those of 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 our audience that may not be as familiar right with them how do you know like if you if you're in a dream if you have a dream and you see a symbol that is unusual how can they make the connection i just want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to connect if they see a hebrew letter in their dream right so from experience of the past 
uh, people that had zero connection to the Hebrew letters and had this kind of a dream, that's not a dream that you forget. It's a dream that leaves a mark on you. You remember it. So for those of, and it's not necessarily, oh, you were exposed to Hebrew before or not. Doesn't matter. Uh, exposed to the Hebrew letters or not, doesn't matter. Um, the bottom line is that if you had such a dream, you will know it, you'll remember it. And uh, you know, all you need to do is just to reach out. Okay. And you know, you leave the rest to the dream interpretation. Okay. It can be also a group of letters. That means like a group of messages that are related. Okay. So I, I think it's just important that you said that because it's like, it's, I would say, don't worry when it comes, if you'll it comes, know it. you'll know it. And all you need to do is just uh, connect. Okay. All right. Thank you so it's much. It's a really good one. It's a really good uh, dream. Well, it sounds like I mean, you know, like... maybe one of the letters is more like of a warning sign, which is the letter Taf. The letter Taf is connected to it's the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and that's a warning sign related to the energy of end, of uh, experiencing any kind of like death. It doesn't have to be a physical death, so that's more of like a warning sign. But uh, the, the rest are usually like really amazing. I mean, I can go on and on. There are like 22 of them, actually 27 altogether. Uh, but um, uh, it's just amazing. Each one has a different message. So definitely, if you if you feel like you have experienced and seen a, a Hebrew letter in your dream, whether you are aware of them or not, this is one of those ones, please, please, please get a dream interpretation because clearly it's a, it's almost, it sounds to me as if it's like a very direct message. Yeah, I'm holding yeah. myself back from sharing with you all the rest. Maybe we should do a bonus, like a bonus something where you go through it quickly. Maybe. We'll put it online or we'll, we'll maybe see we'll, how we'll strong is the it. desire. Exactly. Okay. And what is something to sleep on? Today, Mordecai. So we're going to give you a taste of what it feels like uh, with those uh, guardians of the sleep. So we're giving you some of the names of the angels. It's not all of them. Some of the names of the angels uh, that you can print out and uh, put next to your bed. And, uh, you know, have the experience. Journal, share with us. If you're interested in getting the whole frame, you can reach out to us at the Art of Spiritual Sleep, the email Art of Spiritual Sleep at Kabbalah.com and ask about the angels uh, frame next to your bed. Um, otherwise, even those uh, angels that you get in, it's going to be a very cool uh, takeoff. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I love that, that you're sharing yes. this. It's, it's a get really ready. special get thing. Get ready to fly. Really very special thing. So thank you so much for that, Mordecai. Now, I want to remind everybody that if you would like to access um, these angels' names, as well as any of our other um, Something to Sleep On um, 
features, you can find them and the sleep symbols of the week, actually, you can find them all on our social media platforms, which um, include Facebook and YouTube. And I have to be honest, sometimes <laughs> Instagram, we're, we're having a little bit of problem with that right now, but keep checking back if you don't see it soon. Um, also, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Um, and that's where you can find all of the information that we go over each week. If you are interested in a dream interpretation with Mordecai, please feel free to email him at dreams at Kabbalah.com. If you're interested in either learning more about the full angel sequences, um, or you would like to have a one-on-one -on -one session with Mordecai, if you have a specific um, question or sleep um, challenge, or you want to improve your sleep, you can reach out to him at, as Mordecai said, artofspiritualsleep at kabbalah.com. We want to say thank you so much. Uh, you know, it's really important for us um, every week to, you know, our intention and we inject this energy into these shows is to be able to impact the sleep and dreams of every single person in this world, knowing that when you sleep better and you dream more clearly, then your day is elevated. And if, can you imagine what it would look like if 7 billion <laughs> people's days were elevated every day? This would be the end of pain and suffering. Exactly. So please. If everyone is, sleeps better. It, it's so true. So please feel free to share this with your friends and family. Tell your neighbors about it. Um, if nothing else, it'll help them sleep better. And we know when we share this um, with others, we also sleep better. So we really encourage you to do so. And please feel free to leave your comments or questions in and on our social media pages. We do check them during the week and we answer them as quickly as we possibly can. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. And thank you, Mordecai. Thank we you. Have if uh, you fell asleep by the end of this episode, uh, unless you're driving, uh, <laughs> we have done our job. All right. <laughs> have a great week.